might be a little bit different this week um welcome to praise and worship 100 welcome to do you really know your bible verses 305 welcome to the highlighter doesn't mean that you know the verse by heart 102 welcome to hallelujah night it's clearly not your night 202 <laughs> Oh shit. Okay, with that being said, he won. <laughs> Welcome to another rendition of a social experiment gone wrong that we like to call Who Raised You Host? Um, I am your host, Lonnie. This week, my Twitter, Abby, is going to be, not even Abby. My little handle child. It's going to be Fat Legend. <laughs> and I am your co host, Marlon. My Twitter handle this week is going to be uh, Lil Nas's Calvin Klein. Such think pieces to get into mm-hmm. today. <laughs> um, as you guys can kind of hear, we are also not alone. Yes, that's right. And um, in typical fashion, we do not introduce our guests. We allow our guests to introduce themselves. That's right. So, guys, introduce yourself. Introduce yourself. Y'all yeah, can't see me, but I'm doing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, Pivana, the one and only. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Yo, 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 it's your boy Jay, also known as Jay Sparks, also known as the chocolate king, also known as the best dark-skinned looking guy you've ever seen in your life. Yes, yes. come on, the Sparks, I love it. That's right, we have Sparks here with us today. Yes. Thank you guys for coming on the show. Thank you guys for coming, it's a long time coming by I know we've been plotting this one for a minute. But we got here, it was so. like literally, I think it was the one time that I was like, okay, so when are we gonna bring them on? <laughs> yeah, 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 I was all for it. Like, when are we bring them on? Yeah. We feel important. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this week, um, with my tops, I felt a little intrigued to um, add a little better to my grits. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this week, um, scroll one is going to be a bit of what I like to call think pieces. That's right. Um, on Twitter, you guys know whenever you guys trigger someone, there's a think piece that goes along with their feelings and a paragraph oh. of how you should feel like they do too. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I am going to start light and then we're going to move on to the think pieces. I'm going to keep it brief um, because there's a lot and luckily, I chose the topics this week that we can expand on. Okay. All right. Are y'all ready? <laughs> so, first things first, um, for R&B lovers like ourselves, okay. um, it's been confirmed 
that on May 8th, SWV and Escape will be doing versus. Very okay. excited. Yeah. Very excited. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, who is your buddy on then? It's a real question. You know, this is the tough one. Um, <laughs> because I feel like memorable 90s hits for me out of the two was always SWV. True. True. Um, let's just say memorable. Yes. Um, you know, Escape got the they got the hits, but I feel like in reference to catalog, SWV. Okay. So, okay. So. okay. Bobby, who you got? You know, I'm going my girls with voices. Okay. <laughs> All right. My girls with voices. What you think? Um, I'm not the R&B guy. <laughs> you got the R&B guy. Like I'm the R&B guy. Okay. That's perfectly okay. fine. I know maybe two Escape songs, so I'm gonna go ahead and go with Escape. That's perfectly fine. So if you play on the radio, I know what it is. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm in the song, I can it. Okay. Come on. Um, right. I think, uh, I, I'm gonna have to go with SWB too. Come on. Just cause like the the material. The material is there. And if I'm thinking about like discography wise, SWV has more than escape. Because Escape has three albums. SWV has more. SWV definitely has more. I think they have even And they have a little five. bit more longevity, too, because their, mm-hmm. even their later albums, when they got back together, they were decent. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see, though. All right. So now we slide into of heavier things. Um, huh. It's time to play Pick Your Poison. Shit. I don't Shit that don't even sound healthy. What's that? <laughs> so, <laughs> pick your poison is when I have Marlon pick what topic we're going to talk about next. Okay. Now we're starting to think pieces. Are you right? Okay. All right. Um, one is going to be double standard, and the other is going to be Karen. My eyebrows just twitched twice at both of these. I just don't. Okay. <laughs> um, let's get Karen out the way. I love trolling him. It's funny. <laughs> Karen out the way. You want to do Karen? You sure you want to do this? Listen, that's my final answer. Okay, so um, it's been reported that CBS has made an announcement that Sharon Osbourne will no longer be a part of the talk following her comments in support of Paris uh, Pierce Morgan. Very good job. Um. So, do you feel like it was necessary to shut down production just because she was crying privileged tears? Because remember, they <laughs> they haven't since that has happened. They haven't filmed. They haven't taped nothing. What? Just because she cried? Because she cried and complained. Get the fuck out of here! Cried, man. complained, and lawyered up. That wasn't necessary. Lawyered up for what? You forgot she had lawyers because they were really talking about removing her. Wait, I'm sorry. What was her overall complaint? So basically, she spoke uh, when everything came out after the Megan and Harry mm-hmm. interview with Oprah. She spoke up in defense of Pierce Morgan and saying that basically people pay for his opinion versus if he just openly gave it. So basically, if that was his opinion, mm-hmm. that was just that his opinion. So she mm-hmm. took up in defense of him, mm-hmm. and of course, she got called out. It led to a huge, like, though she wanted to know where she was wrong, it led to a huge questioning because you publicly supported him before you got all the facts of right. what happened. And it was already noted you had a grudge for when you tried to date her. Mm-hmm. And it also came out that she wrote a letter, like I said before. Um, she wrote a letter to the station in regards as a complaint toward him. Right. And it didn't stop. Well... So uh, I say good riddance. Like, get the fuck out of here. It wasn't necessary to like 
pause on production, I don't think. Um, because this is just one of those things where I just don't feel like she had... She doesn't have any real grounds to be like doing a lawsuit nothing like that. Like, what is she going to say? Good question. Because she hadn't... <laughs> since it came out that she was leaving, they hadn't said anything else, so... Right, like... Kick rock shit! Like, what? Okay, bye! Mother love you, mother hate you, mother fuck you. Don't like him. She could push the freedom of speech you know what I'm saying you can but she already not times out of 10 for her exit she already negotiated to be paid for the rest of the season uh, you know she ain't leaving without money then there's that then there's that there's never really a, just a, you're not only paid no you're gonna have to pay me for the whole season if you want me to leave I mean, and then some and I'm tired of people who are like I know that it's a legal thing yeah. but taking further the extent of this freedom of speech shit because while you're free to say whatever the fuck you want to say, mm-hmm. you don't have to deal with the consequences right. and backlash of what you say. Especially if you so, perform like that. Right. Like, you are a public figure. So, your words are going to impact people in different ways. And especially in the climate that we're in today. Mm-hmm. Sis, like, it would behoove you to, like, mind your fucking words. Okay. Uh-huh. So, you said something and a lot of people did not like it. Deal with it. Right. Period. And then there's that. Y'all say could never. It would never. It would never happen on that end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it was being reported that Mona Scott Young feels that she's scrutinized very differently when compared Chad. to Andy Cohen and Carlos King as it relates to reality television. Please, Mona. Please, Mona. <laughs> <laughs> um, she did an interview where she st- uh, where she spoke with a publication by uh, Madame Noir. Um she was asked if the criticism she received was sexist and she stated that she felt that it was absolutely, absolutely if you look at Andy Cohen you look at Carlos King, Carlos actually worked on the Love and Hip Hop franchise but you never pinpointed the same um, but they've never been pinpointed the same way so what scrutiny did she get? Um, basically for the depiction that she has of black women of artists, so on and so forth I'm sorry, uh, is it, they, they, it borders exploitation. I get where she's coming from, but in the same sense, you're just as guilty as Andy, because Andy exploits the fuck out of black women. Yes. <laughs> yes. And does she not? Yes. Yes, they both do. <laughs> so what's the like, problem? Why are we having this conversation? Like, it's just black people being ghetto. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, just with a slight of luxury. But so, what is she getting that Andy Cohen is not? I guess the re- <laughs> the ridicule that comes with it. I'm assuming. Why ridicule? Or is it more of a recognition? <sighs> because I'm not getting it. The math ain't math because. <laughs> Somebody ain't doing the math right. <laughs> <laughs> the science is not enough. Yeah, I don't know about that. Somebody not doing the math right. I feel like, well, in, in the sense that, I mean, Andy Cohen is going to have, he already has, like, white male privilege on his Right, side. of course. So, if she's speaking from that vantage point, I kind of get it. But other than that, it's like, sis, y'all both doing the same damn thing. It doesn't matter. Well, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Andy Cohen. Yeah. What's the um, shows he's on? Uh, um, he's like one of the heads at Bravo, so he's one of the people that oversees like the Housewives, the Real Housewives franchise. Right, and I'm ready to drag him for a multitude of other reasons anyway, because he's just messy. 
So just I, messy. I'm assuming my next yes. my next two topics and the final ones that I have would technically qualify for pussy talk. I don't know if you have one for this week. Go for it. We're just going into the thread on here. Oh well, well, damn. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna roll the dice again here. Pick your poison. Are we ready? I'm ready. Roll them. Roll them. All right. So, um, for Bussy Talk, this is our LGBTQ plus section where we talk about news along those lines. Mm-hmm. So, there's only two things. And like I said, the rest of this is all thing pieces. Okay. Um, so, in Pick Your Poison, you have My Two Cents or... Um, hmm. How do I word this last one? Can do it. <laughs> I know, I know, right? I'm trying to think. Um, or hmm, the indifference. Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what the spirit is telling me. Um, the spirit. <laughs> we're gonna go for the indifference. Okay. This is a longer one. Perfect. So, has everyone seen? The Call Me By Your Name video. <laughs> yes, I've seen it. Can we? Have, you probably seen it, talked about, but you probably didn't see the actual video. Most likely that. Um, okay. What? What? Can I get a? Um, what was that about? Okay. You want to explain it? Or you want me to do it? So yeah, this is you. Break it down. So the best way I can describe it is basically there was question of a lot of inconsistencies when it comes to the Bible, and especially with homosexuality. So it starts off in, like, the Garden of Eden, and it starts off with a snake, like, him and a snake. Then, if I'm not mistaken, the snake bites and kills him. He goes to heaven, but of course he's gay, so he goes down to hell. Mm -hmm. And he ends up giving the devil a lap dance. Now, at the end of the lap dance, at the end of the lap dance, he takes the devil's horns and puts them. He kills him first. He killed. There was blood? He snapped his neck. So he took, after he ended the life of the devil, he took his horns and put it on his own head, and his eyes reflected at the end. Got it. Caught up. All right. So Um, then also, there was another one. I forget the battle scene one. There was another video? No, it was a, before that. Remember the battle scene one where he had the pink hair and there was two bodyguards that had on like the white. The, right, the it wasn't color. necessarily a, bo- a battle scene. So after he gets like this kiss from the serpent in the Garden of Eden, they basically put him on trial for essentially being gay. So um, basically, he's being judged in that moment, and then they decide that you know you can't do this, you can't be gay or whatever. Right. Off with your head, pretty much. He dies. Um, and then when he dies, he is ascending into heaven, but then he gets close to this angel in the sky. Mm-hmm. And then instead of going to heaven, he slides down a stripper pole all the way down the hill. So basically, it's the story of Pontius Pilate, if you know your words. As, he, as, he, oh. as, he's, as, he as he's catching up. Yeah. Right. So while he does that, we can still talk about it. Gives him to give an opinion. Now, the real question is, is we, I purposely, purposely did not talk about this. Mm-hmm. I purposely mm-hmm. marinated on this response because I waited and you knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. You knew <laughs> it was coming. Yeah, 
the indifference is me personally. I get what was what was trying to be done, mm-hmm. but morally, I can't support it. Right. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Morally, I have a problem with just that. And it's not the video in itself. It's literally when he went to hell. I was like, okay. Now we're bordering on morally wrong here. Not to mention how it literally looks as satanic worship. So it's like, that's where I get, like I said, I understand the whole point and the whole message he was going through. I'm mean, trying to express, but to me, I felt like that was really extreme to push it to that point. That's just me personally speaking. Yeah. Well, go ahead, friend. I know you have a different opinion because <laughs> I know. I know. Well, Come on, friend. Um, there is a culmination of different things that are going on with how he put this out, with the imagery and the story that he chose to use mm-hmm. to say what he wanted to say. Um, and quite frankly, he did what he intended on doing, which is sparking the conversation. Shaking the table. He shook the table mm-hmm. all the way up. Um, basically kind of threw that bitch against the wall and gave somebody to say something. <laughs> so, a long ass <laughs> So, you don't think they should have done a, re- a reaction to this video? <laughs> I think that, um, I think that people are like, it's triggering to a lot of people that were brought up Christian. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's triggering because we've been indoctrinated to believe that anything dealing with the devil is evil, period. Right. He should have no presence, no bearings on life, life, anything good, blase, skippy, boo. Right. Um, But again, the whole scene, that scene in particular, the ascending into heaven and then descending into hell, is the story of Pontius Pilate. If you are not familiar with the story of Pontius Pilate, Jesus did the same thing. He descended into hell to fight the devil and to take over. And that's essentially what he did in the video. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know that, because, again, being brought up Christian, you're triggered to see, oh, if you're doing anything hand-in-hand with the devil, it's automatically Satanism, blah, 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 all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people are throwing around uh, Satan worship and or Satanism research will show that Satanism is not really a thing. It's actually a made up religion and it's not really quote unquote real like that. It can't even be considered a religion but it's continuing. But you know I know. It's, it's people so, that actually will consider it but continue. Right. But I, I just think that and I'm not taking anything from anyone and how they feel about it because we all have opinions on it and that's the reason why he put it out. Mm-hmm. But I just want to challenge people to kind of like Something that Lil Nas X has been doing since he hit the music scene is getting something very visual, catching people's attention, and riding it off into the sunset. It has worked for him every time. Mm -hmm. Because that's the way that a lot of people consume music and artistry now. Long on are the days of like looking for complete bodies of work. Everybody wants single. Mm-hmm. We all on visual. People don't even like read articles anymore. We go for headlines. Yeah. You see the headline and then people just take off with the information. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they built this whole story around something they read in the headline, mm-hmm. but nobody goes to read the article to figure out what's going on. Don't know nothing about so that. like when I saw it, I was like, all right, bitch. Like that was you did that. You did that. And I knew that it was going to take off in this way because he got the response that he knew that he was going to get. 
but people are really quick to be like, oh, he dealing with the devil. Again, it goes back into that rhetoric about we as black people cannot be successful unless we're worshiping Satan. Mm. They say it about Beyonce all the time. She's part of the Illuminati. She can't be that successful. She right. got to be worshiping the devil. Mm-hmm. Oh, she got these horns on in this video. Oh, my God. She worshiping the devil again. Oh, um, when they went through that whole thing about her wearing the um, the Terry Mugler um, corset and everything, they swore it was, oh, she was worshiping Baphomet. Oh, Sasha Fierce is actually mm-hmm. her alter ego that worships the devil. This, he is literally turning it on its head. Why do we feel like he's worshiping the devil? His story in that entire video and that song is literally what they put us through as gay people every day. If you are gay, you are going straight to hell. So he said, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not going to like negate myself, my being, my sexuality. I'm not going to go to pomp and circumstance and do this dance for y'all mm-hmm. and be old town road, Lil Nas X anymore. I'm 21 years old. I'm a black gay man. Mm-hmm. And since y'all say I'm going to, going to hell, I'm going straight to hell. I'm going to be the sure. baddest bitch when I get down there. And then when I get down there, fuck what you heard. I might be dancing on his lap, but I'm killing this motherfucker. I'm taking over my life and donning my own crown and I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do and you can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. But no one can see that because all you see. I, I ain't gonna hold you. You see, I'm saying this now. But that's what I'm saying. Did. Like, because all I saw was you wilding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the truth, though. It's the truth. You know, and it, this, this, come, like, the same people that I won't watch American Horror Story coming because I don't deal with witchcraft. That's that Satan shit, blah, blah, blah. If you don't practice, if you don't know what's going on in witchcraft, everybody in witch, witchcraft and Satanism are two totally different things. Very much. Two totally different things. Mm -hmm. But if you are not willing to educate yourself or dig a little Mm -hmm. deeper and you just go with the, whoa, whoa. Because, like, I was reading online. It was motherfuckers talking about some, oh, he out here and he got the Satan fucking in the ass. I was like, did we see the same? I didn't see intercourse happen. Because I didn't see coitus at all. I I, I didn't see that happen. I definitely saw Satan was fucking in the ass. That's all I want to go look. I would love to see what that looked like. Exactly. So it's just like, I just feel like, Again, I tell people all the time, do not base your opinion off of fear. Always base it off of information. You can't just be like... You don't even read. That's what I'm saying. But again, he did it. He got the response he knew he was going to get. I was going to be like, oh, you fucking up. Now, now, I don't know if I can do it no more. Just like people was like, oh... You know, what happened to being uh, a person for the What happened to Old Town Road? What happened? Like, you got all those. those what, the, I'm sorry to cut you off. Go for it. But I have to say this. Mm-hmm. There was one thing that he said. It was a tweet. And he said, basically, yes, I understand the success of Old Town Road came from children. Mm-hmm. However, I can't entertain children for the rest of my career. I'm not here to entertain your children. I'm not here. Like, I love an artist say that personally. Because I'm like, yes, they're artists. But at the same, at the same time, they're not responsible for your kids. Right. You are. Mm-hmm. So they're still watching it, consuming it. As a parent, that means you're not doing your job. That's right. your business. Yeah. <laughs> not mine. Yeah. When it comes to him, it really is because of his own sexuality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because even in our generation, so I feel like an artist in our generation that did that, if you think about it, was Soulja Boy. If you think about it, he was making music that was for kids. We were dancing with him and all that, and then all of a sudden, he started making all of this insta music. Pop, pop. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But he said it the same way. Like, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm not making music just for kids. But that's accepted. But again, when it comes to Nas X, 
Because again, that was a very visual video. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And first of all, yeah. I really video. even bothered about him until he actually came out. Let's just speak. Let's spade a spade. That too. <laughs> that too. But again, if you aren't comfortable or aren't okay with what he's putting out and who he's choosing to be as an artist, don't support him. Choice. Don't support it. I can see that and be like, hmm, not my cup of tea. And be done with and it. That's it. That's, that's, it. that's what you want to put out. That's what you want to do. That doesn't mean it has to apply to me. That's your right. business, guys. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of problems. It's whatever you want, honestly. And the crazy part is, I saw whole think pieces, especially like when you look at some of the comments. I'm like, of all people, you that literally came up off of having sex with a rapper or someone as an entertainer had several surgeries done on your body, had the nerve to criticize this man when you're glorifying being an escort or, prost- or prostitution, basically on a daily basis and you have the nerve to develop a conscience because you see he's also has a Nike deal and will be selling shoes that I think has like a drop of it actual has like blood. Satan yeah. cross on it. That's what I'm trying to I'm sorry. That's what I'm trying to I'm sorry. 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 i Again, we give symbols so much power. The pentagram is literally just the star of David turned on the time. It's the same damn thing. If you go and you do the research about the pentagram, you are going to get two totally different stories depending on what lens you're looking from. In Satanism, it will be a representation of Baphomet. If you're looking from Wiccanism, it will be a representation of nature, and it's used for good. Again, it depends on where you're looking from or what lens you use. Can you see? Now you see why I have labeled this indifference, right? Again, have your opinions, but have the knowledge to back up your opinion. Because essentially what happens is, you say shit like this, and there's people like me in the corner be like, but wait, uh-huh. that's not actually what that means. <laughs> And again, in the world we live in today, that man is making his money. People might not agree with it, but, sir, you, first of all, bitch, how long have you been sitting on this? Because you do the video, and right after the video's dropped, now you got a fucking he shoe to go with it? He knew what he was doing. He literally was, remember, he said, he predicted himself. The, when y'all see an album from me is when I run out of this money from Old Town Road. I saw that. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Now an album is coming. So <laughs> <laughs> ran out of the money. Well, we have one more. We can make it very, very brief. Um, so I don't know if you guys saw this, but it was brought up that I don't, you know I am Zoe. Yeah. I know. Oh, child. Yes, I'm going there. So Zoe brought up a very wonderful yet convenient double standard that goes into women coming out versus men. Mm-hmm. Now, he said something that was very, very real. All of a sudden, because Tammy's daughter has come out, mm-hmm. all of a sudden he's saying his viewpoint has changed. But there was someone on Instagram that brought up several times that he made headlines from saying homophobic shit and transphobic shit. And now all of a sudden, because it's your daughter, everything changes. So, of course, Tammy, being his biggest cheerleader, jumped on and said, well, can't people change? Ma'am. <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> I... Uh, uh, <laughs> 
Y'all go ahead, because y'all know when I get started, I'm gonna get started. So if y'all got something to say, go right ahead. I feel like mm-hmm. Waka was very open about how he felt about the LBG etc. community. Mm-hmm. He and he publicized that, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. This was before Charlie came out, whatever the ordeal with his stepdaughter. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Thank you for the emphasis on step. How long? Thank you. <laughs> I do very much believe that people can change their opinion on things because knowledge is power. Yes. yes. But you're not going to sit here and tell me that when your stepdaughter comes out, now you just accept it. Now everything is okay because now it's in your immediate family and it will affect you immediately. Because Waka always was verbal about quote quote that gay shit mm-hmm. but then it had go ahead I'm gonna let you finish your thought I'm gonna let you finish and your then thought. when I saw it and one thing I always liked him remember I think she's a very smart woman but I feel like I don't think Zoe was trying to attack your family he was he just wasn't. trying to make a point mm-hmm. that if he's going to be accepting of his stepdaughter, which is completely fine, like I said, maybe he had to go through it personally to understand what it was because maybe he wasn't exposed to it. Whatever the situation may be, but I feel like the way she attacked the situation, you knew what your husband said because mm-hmm. he said it to the world. Regardless, you didn't care back then. You didn't care how it made it seem, how it made y'all seem because you stand by him at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Because I know if my man do some stuff that I don't necessarily agree with, like, whoa, 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 let's put it in. <laughs> Let's have some pillow talk and let's discuss things. Right. That was not a sign. And I get you stand by your man as you should, but right. now you just want everybody to just understand that people can change. That's not how that works. That's not how that works. Especially how he openly said it so aggressively too. Mm-mm. Tammy, this is where you sit. sit hit the bench, Tam. <laughs> this is not it for you. What the sparks? What you think? Oh, I, I disagree with my spouse completely. Okay, come on. Oh damn, come on in. But I do respect uh, her opinions always of um, her, what she said. And it's, to to an extent, I understand what you're saying, but I do feel like until something affects you personally, you, you're gonna feel a certain way. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's how Waka was. Like it never was something that was in his immediate space. It was mm-hmm. never. You gotta understand, like his. Uh, I don't know him personally, but as far as like you know what he allowed to the public. That's not something that's in his immediate space, which is why he generates that opinion. That's fine. I see you, brother. <laughs> Outside my rope, I'll let you finish. And that's even it. something I can take that personally. See, before it was like something that was exposed to me in regards of, you know, people that are homosexual or have that sexual preference. Especially in my culture, that's a big no no. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't until they started becoming exposed to me and it was something that I was around regularly. And I was just like, I don't care what you do, that's just dope. <laughs> So then I was just like, alright, so why am I feeling this way? Because that's just how I, that's what I was around. Mm-hmm. See, at the end of the day, people don't realize you are who you are around. This is very true. At the end yeah. of the day, right? You around mm-hmm. 10 broke people, what you gonna be? Bro. bro. You're around 10 fat people, what you gonna be? Fat. Alright, so at the end of the day, if you're around people that don't have a tolerance towards homosexuality, what you gonna be intolerant to homosexuality? I get that. Mm-hmm. This is very true. Yeah, I get that. So I feel like now that that has been brought into his space, and at the end of the day, I, I know you said stepdaughter, but then he sees that as his No, daughter. and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not defending that at mm-hmm. all. I think for me, my only issue is the way he would speak about homosexuality before she came out. Like, it wasn't one mm-hmm. of those things, like, you, are you, even if you've never been around anybody that was homosexual, mm-hmm. 
you you have a level of respect mm-hmm. if that's your business right. i don't necessarily agree with it but i'm over here right. i'm not gonna make you feel bad i'm not gonna discredit you as a person or a human being mm-hmm. at the end of the day that is not what walker did just to be fair mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw a wrench at everyone's thing. That's how I was raising oh, my hand. No, I saw, I saw. Um, Sorry, it came out. It, on growing up, my on growing up hip hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It came out that you remember he had a brother that committed suicide. Mm-hmm. This brother just so happened to be gay. Right. And he was afraid to come out because he felt like Dev wouldn't accept him. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it wasn't Waka. He was worried about Dev's reaction. So. If you knew this, then what was your purpose of spewing hate for so long? Mm-hmm. And then it took for you to have, whether it's stuff or not, your child come out and say this that caused that switch. Is a level of accountability that's not happening here that needed to happen mm-hmm. once he was questioned that never took place. If you're mm-hmm. gonna, if you said it, stand in it, especially if it was a receipt. Stand in it. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, Own I it. like I said it, I feel differently now. And growth, that has to be accountability. Mm-hmm. It's no way you can do it without it. Right. So if you said it, stand in it. Yes, exactly. I said it, I was ignorant to what I know now and what I believe and how mm-hmm. I feel now. That's how you own it. But the way that y'all doing it, thinking that someone's attacking you and he wasn't. is the problem. He's not attacking you. He's pointing out a long-standing double standard that works against men. Mm-hmm. But women get praised more for coming out as bi or lesbian, but men don't. Men get shunned for it and have whole hate speeches coming their way for coming out as gay, mm-hmm. bi, or anything under the umbrella. Mm-hmm. But that's all I... Well, that being said... Thank you all for playing today. This was fun. <laughs> I am done with my section of the show. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break. We can refill some cups and then we're going to jump into it. Yes, yeah, so we'll be right back, you guys. Stay put. You know, um, while we were filling our cups, I, I, I genuinely. I, I have a question. Okay. It's okay. You can do it. You can do it. Come on. It's all right. More questions for the people. Come on. Okay. Um, it's, it's been hard for me to come forth with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I can let it out. You can do it. Come on. I can do come it. On. Yes, you can do it. What am I trying to say? I don't know. <laughs> you what don't are know? What are you trying to say? What? I haven't talked to this listening letters. <laughs> y'all better send some goddamn listening letters. What is the problem? We know y'all listening. We see the numbers. We know you're out there. Y'all out there somewhere. We know you're out there. So listen. My number's so Oh, listen. All you gotta do. All you gotta do. All social media platforms. Facebook, IG, Twitter. Yes, and then we have an actual email set up. Yes, yes. So WRYH Podcast on all social media platforms. And then, and then, if and you then, want to send an email. Yes, God. Send an email. Send I don't like email. crying to y'all. Send an email. Give me the email. At podcast at gmail.com. Once again, it is at podcast at gmail.com. Listen. What so is your excuse? I mean, what, what's the problem? You ain't got none. The smartphone is in your hand right now. Y'all got problems. We got answers. So, send in your listener letters, questions, comments, concerns. Let us know how you feel in the show. Maybe it's something you want us to talk about. But you got to send it in. If we don't talk to you, we won't know. That's right. I'm tired of crying. I'm tired. My, yes. My, I'm tired of handing him tissue. You're stressing me out. You. Just you? 
Y'all stressing Lonnie out too. Uh, clearly he's clearly he's crying. He wanna fight with me today. But anyway, yes, yeah. make sure you make that happen and uh if he can leave. Let's get back to the show. <laughs> he can leave for real, y'all. Oh my god. Well, our cups are full and it looks like we're back. We is back. <laughs> All right, so it is time for the thread, and we are going to talk to our illustrious guests. Wonderful guests. Good stuff. So, um, got some questions for y'all. Throw them out there. So, tell us a little bit about your individual businesses. How did you get your start, and what inspired you to build that route? Where's my damn notebook? <laughs> you want to go first, or you want me to dive in? Go ahead. Go. Okay. Um. Hi, Bonnie. Yes, I'm back. <laughs> So, you know, I got a traditional nine to five that got to pay the bills, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am a makeup artist on the side. Um, I do bridals, weddings, baby showers, quinceañeras, whatever you need. I am your girl. Mm-hmm. I also did recently pick up a new craft, which I started classes for at the end of this uh, next month, end of April, which is via eyelash check. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a two-day course, eight hours a day, but um, I already have my third stream of income set up. Okay. So I have my nine-to-five, which eventually will die off. Mm-hmm. I am a makeup artist, and then I'll be a certified lash tech. So the people that I actually, I work through a company with my makeup artistry. So her job is they book through her, she gets her little 10%, and the artist gets the rest of the payment. Nice. Okay. Um, so she, I guess, I've been working for her for maybe, I want to say maybe two years. Um, and now I'm a lead makeup artist now in the New Jersey area because I'm a New Jersey now. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to find us, friend. You here now. You here now. I know. Um, so then she, I guess, one, one thing about me, I'm one of those people that I'm very scared of everything in the beginning. <laughs> so, I guess she always seen something in me, so she pushed me. She got her own couple of business, so she has also a spa. Mm-hmm. So she like, look, all I need you to do is get your certificate to be a certified lash technician. You got a job. Sweet. Just get your certificate. You got a place to work. And one thing about it, one thing about Ivana, I'm not going to do something that doesn't fit my level of security. Mm-hmm. One thing about me, I the bills got to be paid Listen. first. Listen. So I told her, like, look, I don't mind this. You've given me this opportunity. I have a space. I don't have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. The money that I make doing lashes and doing makeup is going into my pocket. She just provided me the space. Okay. All right. So, um, but I told her, like, I mean, I'm the type of person, just like with makeup, it took me a while to start doing other people's makeup because one thing about me, I know how to do my face, but you're not going to tell me how I need to do yours if you pay me. <laughs> you're paying me. Let me do this, okay. okay? So it took me a while to transition there, but I'm there now. I'm comfortable. I have clientele, which I'm very blessed about. Um, so when I transition, eventually I will just ditch my nine to five and be working as a full-time makeup artist and lash tech. Um, but that's that's what I got going on, and then Jamal and I have a lot of business. Ooh, we'll get there. Oh, oh, I made it. Who? Jay Sparks. Going on, but yeah, that's me. In awesome. I'm so how did you get your start? What inspired you to start doing makeup? You know, I used to dig in my mom's makeup bag. <laughs> she always told me don't go in her drawer. What I do, go in her drawer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And it just started from there. Like, it was just something to do because I had brothers. Okay. Mm-hmm. And instead of being locked in the closet, let's go do some makeup. Okay. So okay. I didn't bother them. So it kind of started from there. And then once I got comfortable with myself, I just branched out. Okay. That's it. All right. Okay. Brothers Paul? <laughs> I don't know how I follow that. That was a whole lot, so I've always been an entrepreneur by nature. Um, I was the kid that, I was the kid that in like elementary school, middle school, high school, I was the kid that was something you can't that you can't get in school. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So for that story, where are you both from? I need to know. This. <laughs> for that story, there's a reason why I asked. You're gonna find out in a second. Where are you both from? Well, I was born in Albany, New York, with the cows and the chickens, but I was raised in Flatbush. Okay. I'm um, originally from Queens, New York, but I was raised in Brooklyn. New York has always had that type of. That's why I said it. I'm like everyone I know from New York will sit there and be like, yeah, I saw you this, you give me this. <laughs> well, I, I've been that way from young. Like I used to watch kids bikes on the corner in front of my house, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. whatever it was, the kind of hustle. Like and then um as I kinda of got older that entrepreneurial business, it kinda of bothered me. I started my first business when I was like ten years old. Okay. And what business was that? What I was in network marketing. Uh-huh. Um, I did that for a few years. Um, I would say I didn't get the success that I wanted from it, but it definitely opened up my mind to a whole lot more. And over. Like I was definitely the kid that in every in every school that I've been through, I never knew what a library was. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When I started my first business, I got around people that kind of changed my life. Like instead of teaching me how to make money on the corner, they taught me how to make money legally. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you know, I started reading books, started teaching myself, started learning. I can tell you right now, I got a bachelor's degree, and I've never been to college. Well, no, I've never been to college, never finished college. Work. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'm self-taught. Um, started investing in real estate, stocks, stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, started our brand, which we'll get to later. Yes. Okay, um, okay, come on. Right. And then, um, so on and so forth. I got other things that I can go on in regards to that too, but I won't speak on it until it's done. Mm-hmm. Right. But I will say that it's in the beauty industry as well. Okay. Okay. Sweet shit. Sweet Love that shit. shit. So that rolls us right into our second question. So tell us about the business that you all have together. Just black people being great. I love it. Okay. Listen, we love greatness. Is it not? Hello. Period. <laughs> so honestly, it just really came from a whim because when we came into each other's life, the one thing that we had in common was traveling. Okay. We feel like black people as a culture, they just don't chew, like they don't think past their current environment. Mm-hmm. Go across the world. Mm-hmm. That's how you know what you want for yourself. That's how you know what you want for your future. Because just living in Brooklyn in a shoebox apartment is not enough for me. Okay. But we both always had that in common, and we both literally enjoy traveling. And not to toot our own home, but we good-looking people. So I feel like <laughs> they are good-looking people. I feel, and I feel like a lot of people are naturally drawn to us, and I think more so outside of the looks is just. We just want to have fun in life. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. We, we, we pay our bills and we have fun. There's literally nothing in between. Got it. And I feel like, I guess for other people that's brandiful, especially the whites, mm-hmm. they, they like to see it. Because, you know, we black, but we not ghetto black. And I think they like to see that. And I think for us, we like to show people that this is not the end of your world. Okay. From which you've been been exposed to, okay. so that's why we you know started off Sparks on the Go, which is just black people traveling and living a luxury life that we deserve. Okay, that's right really what it is. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. is it like so? 
as a collective, I hope I'm not taking more of your question. Is it like a collective where you guys are trying to do a travel agency type of situation, or is it like a blog? Give us a little more context if you can, or if it's still in development, you have to. Um, we definitely focus more on the vlogging of the aspect, not travel agency. I mean, we have people hit us up all the time for mm-hmm. advice in regards to traveling, and you know, we've never been selfish with the information. Um, but we kind of just share our experience because, like she said earlier, we just have a an audience. You know what I'm saying? People that you know want to be attentive to the things that we're doing, right? Because it's very uncommon. I feel like in, in our community, there's no focus on traveling. Mm-hmm. You know. So, and now something that I've been exposed to as a, you know, a young child, it's something that, you know, she's been exposed to now. And it's just some, such a fulfillment that comes with it. You yes. know what I'm saying? And, I, and we try to show people that fulfillment, mm-hmm. you know, and turn it into something positive that we both enjoy to do together. One of the best things I can say is thank God that I had the God, like my family and my God family especially. Mm-hmm. I've traveled outside the country before I was even 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I yeah. traveled all up and down the East Coast, went to Disneyland. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you understand, we don't travel, like he said, it's very true, we don't travel enough. Like, we're just used to being at home. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. Because it's like, it's such a world outside of home. Yeah, it definitely is. Crazy and I'm like, I am, I'm very thankful for like, this kind of this new uprising of black people traveling mm-hmm. um, because of that very reason. Like, I finally went out of the country for the first time myself mm-hmm. at fucking 38. It wasn't an amazing... Wasn't it beautiful? America's ghetto. Ah, I, I hate it here. I don't want to do it anymore. You feel that way every time you come back. Yeah. <laughs> I, felt like that, I felt like that when you left the Bahamas. I was like, why do I have to come back here? <laughs> you know, and I, it's one of those things where I, I just... I wish that I would have done it sooner, but again, kind of like a callback to the earlier conversation, you know, you are who you hang around, you are your upbringing, mm-hmm. so if you've never been exposed to those kinds of you're things, you don't really have any aspirations to do that mm-hmm. unless that's something that kind of wells up in you as mm-hmm. you grow and become your own person. Mm-hmm. So I think that is really, really dope. Um, so, next question, what are some obstacles you've run into with starting your business, and how have you learned to overcome them? Ooh, where's my notebook for her? <clears throat> so, the person that came to my head was starting a business, especially starting a business with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Communication has to be A1. Mm. I mean, there cannot be no lapse. Like, you guys need to completely understand each other because if you don't, then it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't. So, I feel like when we were first starting it, especially when we're trying to put out content, we both had ideas, we were kind of stumbling over each other, and then it kind of was putting something that was supposed to be so great kind of into a negative space. Mm-hmm. But I feel like once we sat back and kind of really digested what it is that we wanted to do, mm-hmm. we got better. You know? okay. so, so that's, that's my... Okay. I would agree. And I feel like because he's my spouse, mm-hmm. it could go from you're not doing this right, you're not doing that right, to what to what attitude about the garbage can. And this is what we good at. Mm-hmm. So I feel like once I debrief and mm-hmm. get all of my womenly feelings out, <laughs> I get back to that. Like I, this is what we do. At the end of the day, we travel, and people I feel like like to see it. Let's see it. Mm-hmm. And and we enjoy it at the end of the day, and I feel like that's the drive for us because we gonna travel. Not sure. a lot. Period. Yeah. Period. It's it's really um it's really smart to capitalize on black love. 
mm-hmm. and pair that with your business mm-hmm. because black <laughs> people always been the hot topic, but like right now, and not say that this was you all's intention, but it's it is like divine timing to mm-hmm. do it because we are, I feel like we are at a space as black people where we are kind of rising in different avenues and areas mm-hmm. yeah. and people are paying a lot more attention. Yeah. Um, also, what you all are doing with your business is going to be very influential and inspirational to generations behind mm-hmm. you. Um, and that will, in turn, uh, inspire our children right. to do what you all are doing and not be bogged down with like the things that we have seen in our lives, you know, mm-hmm. and be like, yo, I don't have to like mm-hmm. stay in wherever I live, enter right. city here right. for the rest yes. of my life. There are things that I want to see, things that I want to do, and I can do that because Spark from the Go been doing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I commend y'all for that. Um, so tell us about the inception of Sparks on the Go and how your personal business uh, business ventures blend and contribute to your collective brand. Uh, that's a two part question. Yes. I know the help is started. You want to go from there? You can take over the next part. Alright, so we took <laughs> Alright, we took a trip. We took a cruise. It was supposed because we do a lot of quick trips. We like quick trips, you know what I'm saying? Just to get away, F all y'all. Um, <laughs> and restart, you know what I'm saying? So we took a quick Bahama three day cruise on Carnival. Okay. Remember? Yes, sir. Right. And we was having a good time. And this was at the height when everyone was just kind of, that was in our personal point. It was like, you know, you guys should do YouTube. You guys should start putting it out. This, that, and the third. And I sat there. We were at the bar drinking, as per usual. Um, <laughs> we like to drink. I love some <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to fight about it. And I know if you guys just like, yo, like, we should just start doing it. And then she wasn't objective to it. And then, but this is the thing about me. When I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Mm-hmm. I said, Literally, we gonna I do it right like now. camera said, <laughs> right. I said, we're going to do it right now. She said, what? I said, I'm making Instagram right now. We're going to start with something. Because I know when you try to get to a goal, it's every little step, but the most important thing is taking that first step. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not the type of person to say, I'm going to do something and not do it. So I said, we're going to do it right now. Yes. And that was the day that we created the Instagram. Posted up a first video. And I said, because this will start to spark ideas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Take, let's take a step. So uh, that was August 2019 mm-hmm. that we did that. Mm-hmm. So that's how Sparks and the Ghost started. And Sparks came from, you know, the name that I go by. And then, you know, I consider her as Mrs. Sparks. And <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, okay. just kind of like going back and forth with names. And I'm just like on the note. Because like, we're always on the note. So it kind of just floats. Yeah, and it really does. It really does. I love that. I love that. All right. It's like that for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what was the so the, pers- the second part was how do your personal business ventures blend and contribute to the collective brand? Hmm. I think for us, even before we really started traveling, we would go out heavy, right? So, mm-hmm. and that's just to have a good time, make a memory that we didn't have before. I remember the first time I actually traveled with Jamal, and that was because he was on a business trip and he told me to come. You can. <laughs> I mean, my dad is already asked. Not gonna ask questions. <laughs> even from that, the one thing about he and I, he and I, we gonna have some fun. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was always the fun aspect out of it. We could literally be in a room of no lights and just be giggling. <laughs> so I feel like that will always be the drive because at the end of the day, we gonna have fun with each other, regardless of. And, and Sparks on the Go is not just just for traveling. It's about 
experiencing different we go to different states to go out to dinner mm-hmm. just to keep it high high you know right. what I'm saying mm-hmm. and it's just to, to keep people thinking out the box right that's how mm-hmm. kind of love dies in itself because you're mm-hmm. just like oh right we here so I feel like that that aspect of the fun and that we actually want to do it will always keep it keep it spicy keep it heavy keep it moving mm-hmm. so I think that's what we kind of thrive on okay that's super dope um I, I definitely something that I admire about you brother Sparks um we had a conversation about business before yeah and we were just talking about traveling mm-hmm. which is yeah. what you all do mm-hmm. and something that really hit me because being a person that didn't travel like that mm-hmm. um you know you said something you made it so simple and you were like when you're planning a trip buy a flight first that's it. And it was like when you said that, I was like, well shit. <laughs> <laughs> it makes all the sense in the world because like I, I listen to people all the time, they're like, I wanna do this, I wanna do that. Right. And then you get like wrapped up in your mind mm-hmm. about how you're gonna plan all this shit out, and then it becomes this really big thing, especially for me. Right. Mm-hmm. I started looking first of all. I talk myself out of shit all the time because Marlon's the type of person, my bills need to be paid, I need to have exactly. a roof over my head exactly. by the time all this shit's done. Exactly. So I'll be like, mm, I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that whole like buy your ticket and it becomes real. You know you're going. Mm-hmm. So everything you just stack everything up after that. So like again, um, I just want to encourage y'all to keep going. Like, I'm so excited about this. Um, okay, so that goes into my next question, which we kind of touched on, but I want to dig in a little bit deeper. How much does your romantic relationship influence your business partnership? Do you find that it mostly hinders or helps in the long run? The only hinder that I would prominently say is when we disagree. Okay. And only, and typically we only disagree in reference to the concept that we throw out. Because one thing about Jay and I, we are perfectionists. Mm-hmm. And literally, we did a video from Jay had a stain on his shirt. Oh my God, you <laughs> he was ready to throw it all away. That was the pocket chip video. And I remember that moment. He was so upset at himself, like, why did I look at my shirt? And it was like, it was. <laughs> that was only time. And he was a like, when I think he was aggravated for more than seventy-two hours about that one thing. I said, "Baby, you know, you a person, you human. It's okay." <laughs> she, she honestly put like I edited, she put it up because I promise you, I spent a couple days editing that video, right? And just upset. I'm angry editing. Like I am an angry editor. <laughs> so then I get to the end of it, like I said. I don't do it smooth. <laughs> 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 <
is my perfectionism. Like, who I am as a person, I get angry real quick, and she kind of can snap me back. You know what right. I'm saying? So it really does help. I, I really do need it sometimes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I be so angry, bro. She's it. like, yo, let's but just get it out. Let's just put it out. And, you know, people got to say something, they're going to say something. And, then they and if you got something to say. <laughs> I mean, just, just pull up. We can fight it. But you know what? The one thing I learned, especially about mistakes with content, is it's good to leave them there. Why? In, a, in I think I told you this before. I leave it there as basically it's the imperfection. Like yes, I'm yeah. perfectionist by nature, but leaving that in there lets me know like yo, I'm not perfect. Right. Like I fucked this up. That was a small fuck up, and yes, people will notice. Oh yeah. But I'm still gonna put it out there because guess what? I'm not ashamed of my fuck up. Right. I'm not ashamed of that flaw because right. nothing is gonna be absolutely 100% perfect. You're gonna have one thing go wrong, but- and that's. Let me tell you how simple that mistake was. I had two shirts on. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. believe in financial freedom and that's all I want to provide to my lady to my children and to everybody that's around me um 
at the end of the day, that's all you got to do. And it just takes hard work, effort, and consistency. Um, <laughs> with that being said, that's all I'm provide. I just want to be able to wake up when I wake up, go to sleep when I want to sleep. You're, gonna, you're not going to tell me when I'm going to clock out to eat lunch. You're not going to tell me I only got an hour to eat my food. You're not going to tell me when I'm going to go. Because that's basically what a job controls you to do. Mm-hmm. You know, if I, a job sense are just over broke. People don't know that. You know what I'm saying? The job's not going to provide you, you know, the, the life that you want to live. I want to go to Bora Bora when I want to go to Bora Bora. I want to go to... You know what I'm saying? I want to be a random Wednesday and I say, yo, babe, let's go out to, to Italy. It's okay, I'm ready. <laughs> my bag is fake. I just want to be. So if I got to sacrifice the season of my life to have the rest of my life be the best life that I could ever live, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's just what we're doing right now. We're grinding, we're hustling, mm-hmm. and we're doing what we got to do to live the life that we want to live and provide. To. And not only that, it's to show other people that it's doable. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of people, you prioritize your bills, but you don't prioritize your brand and kind of having a good life. What is your kids, What is your quality of life? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We too, we too focused on quantity. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We too focused on buying designer clothes and buying designer sneakers instead of going and experiencing a different culture. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I done met some of the greatest people in the world not here in the States. Hello. You know what I'm saying? We got yeah. we got people hitting us up to this day like, hey, we're coming to town. We want to spend some time with you guys. You know what I'm saying? And they got money. Yo, I promise you, we done met millionaires on vacation. And that's what we look at each other like, we can do this. And that's another thing. I feel like people like that are kind of... Me and Jamal, one thing about it, we, we know that we black. So we don't want to be the black people that get too much attention. Mm-hmm. Because typically when we travel, it's always old white people. Yeah, you don't see us up. You don't see young black kids or young black men or women. You don't see, even not even young, just black in general. Right. Let me see a 60 year old on vacation in the room, but I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We don't prioritize it. And it's just, it's sometimes it's, it's upsetting, but it's understandable. You know what I'm saying? But like I was telling you, prioritize it. Right. It's so important. Make it real. Like, set whatever little money you make it important in your everyday life. Honestly, you can put flights on layaway now. Yes, you can. I just love it. Yes, yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can put flights on layaway now. I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you first. Layaway. I forgot to tell you. I'm sorry. I forgot to tell you. I'm sorry. Layaway. You can put a flight on layaway. Okay, I'll pay later. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like make that a priority in your life because honestly, it's not even just getting away or just traveling. It's literally a vacation and allows you to mentally reset. It allows you to see a different culture, how different things Because this life shit is hard. Realize it. It's okay. a ghetto. I need you to use a ghetto. That's the most beautiful thing about vacation. Every time I go on vacation, I come up with new ideas. Mm-hmm. Because when I'm in my day-to-day life, I can't, I don't really, I mean, I do it, right. but not to the extent of when I'm away. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I come home and you just like, you ready to hit the ground running. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That's so important for people. We got a topic. It was, no, 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 no. You're actually fine. You're actually fine. You are no, actually no, fine. No, it works, man. No, no. I'm not complaining. I want you to continue. I just, <laughs> I, I cannot stress enough how important it is to have this type of energy mm-hmm. in these spaces and mm-hmm. take them beyond these spaces. Mm-hmm. Like I am so beyond proud of y'all. For what you are doing, what you aspire to do, and what you will do. Um, Because when I think about you all, I think about like how far you all can take this. Um, I think about the kids because they are being brought up under you guys um, and how you all are literally cultivating our future. You know what I mean? And I, I think that people don't. People don't 
really give a lot of like credit to that because you know um, we have to be very cognizant of what we feed this generation mm-hmm. um, and while there are lots of very dark things going on in the world there's a lot of light going on right now that children and our children's children will be able to take on and come and I, I literally have hope that they can change the narrative on a lot of shit right. yeah. um, and like I'm very appreciative that you all are being a part of that by doing what you do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like simply saying, I am going to be happy. Yeah. I'm going to live my life on my terms. Right. Um, and I'm going to do it to the best of my ability because what we've been taught <laughs> does not work. Thank you. It does not Thank work. You. Thank you. Um, Thank God. Thank Inspire me because you know, Mama. I, I, you probably totally don't understand you. No, my God. <laughs> when you said like, you know, I was the type of person like, I'm gonna pay my bills to my nine to five, and that's what I get. I was raised in that. that I saw my mama do it. My mom, right, 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 mm-hmm. right. Sherlyn, right. that is her. Even my daddy, when my dad, before my dad stopped working and he did his shit, but that was him. Nine to five, get it done, pay your bills. Yeah. And while that's a nice mindset to have to kind of prioritize the things but that are important, but they don't teach you that. <laughs> You will burn out on that shit. You will burn out. Um, you, will. you will burn out very fast on that shit too. And, and you just, you're just miserable. I think. Yeah. You are miserable. It's, 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 it's not y'all. I, I say this all the time. It's not your fault. It's no one's fault. It's just like we weren't given the information to think otherwise. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to me, but I mean, I always been this way. I always had like a me too attitude. Like if you can do something, I can, I can do it too. Can, right. That. But then past just you know our common peers, I think about people who are. Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Oprah Winfrey, so on and so forth. Y'all breathe the same air I breathe. You right. bleed just how I bleed. You have the same 24 hours in a day that I have. What is the difference between me and you? Nothing. I'm nowhere near that point, but I can tell you right now, I'm a work and I'm a kid there. There's no stopping from getting it. But unfortunately, we're raised in, in, in how we're raised, just mm-hmm. like literally we're taught to go to school. Mm-hmm. Get a good grade okay. so you get a good job. And that's so you can work forty hours a day every single week to get a pension and you're supposed to retire for that pension. Right. Y'all need to look and see that pension. Y'all for the rest of your life. No. It ain't gonna work. The way that the system is made up doesn't work no more. Maybe that had worked fifty years ago. Yeah. But it don't work no, no more. It's not that anymore. Not at all. So you gotta, you know, that's that's the financial side outside of the traffic. You know what I'm saying? You gotta find what works for you. And, and quality of life a lot of people doesn't even measure up to what our paycheck look like. No, just to feed myself. <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> Child. Yeah. Y'all paying me just to keep showing up to work. Like, y'all paying my metro card. Y'all paying my gas. Y'all paying just so I can keep coming back here. I'm not trying to make sure I'm straight. And, then and another thing, we're replaceable. You going to work tomorrow? You gonna get a knife? Please. Hours later, literally like the next day, there's a rat for your position open. 
These jobs don't care. Okay, so if this pandemic ain't teach y'all nothing, these jobs do not care. Sick days and personal days and vacation time. Stop thinking about you saving your time and trying to climb the corporate ladder while working. Don't take your time. Use your fucking PTO. Listen, meanwhile, overseas motherfucking jobs are saying, go take a nap. You need 30 minutes. Go! Shut hands! You need 30 minutes. No, I have to look this up. Go take a nap. I haven't looked this up, but there's a country now that made it mandatory. Like, full time is 32 hours a week. <laughs> like, no, y'all need three days off. I legit read that Japan has nap hours. Yes. Yes, they did. Nap I mean, hour, tea time, they'll exist. But I, I mean, the history of how our schedule is set up, if you look back at the history, it's from um, Ford. Uh, when they um right. mm-hmm. yeah they did production lines and things of that nature and they realized mm-hmm. they could get the most productivity from people from that working forty hours a week. That's true. That shit don't work. And you are lying as hell because I'm tired. <laughs> I don't like seeing oh, y'all motherfuckers sure. every damn day. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to never come talk to me, please. <laughs> I promise you, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh shit. Um, I have a question before you go to your next one because I looked and I made sure. I know you did. <laughs> What? Since you guys have travel bus, right? What is your, what is a location that you want to go to that you guys haven't gone to yet? Yeah, I got one. Ooh, baby. I got one. That's why I All right. So so far, Jay and I have tackled most of the Caribbean countries. Okay. Um, oh. <laughs> I feel like a big one for us is Africa. Like, yes. go this year, but yeah, the panorama, um, <laughs> that is really big for us. Yeah. And we have two different perspectives. Okay. When I go to Africa, I want to be luxury. I want to look out my window and a giraffe is coming my way. You want to say it in safari? <laughs> With my cow. <laughs> <laughs> Perspective. I want to see where we're from, basically. Right. I want to deep dive into our heritage, you know, see my bloodline, check my history, you know, actually where I'm from. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But Africa is a big one for us. Like, that's like the European countries, yeah, they cute or whatever, but like, what do you want to get from it? Nothing. Outside of a picture. Like, come on with it. But, um, I'm still going to get my picture, don't get me wrong. (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, I feel like once I get to visit Africa, I. I'm good with my life. Like I, we say this all the time. Like God forbid if we die today, I'm okay. I'm experienced. Okay. For me personally, Africa is up there. It's not number one for me. Number one for me is the uh, Maldives. I've been saving. I've been saving the Maldives for a uh, specific occasion. Um, <laughs> you mentioned when it came to Africa. It's so funny because I remember when 
Jessie Wu had did her videos mm-hmm. on Instagram when it came to talks about Haiti, and everyone just automatically going to the third world country portion of it. Like she stayed on the resort and showed you hey, like the landscape is gorgeous. I'm like, if you can go to DR, you can go to Haiti. Haiti it's the same thing with Africa. Right. Beautiful. Haiti is absolutely beautiful. Oh my god. That's why I'm like, how could you say you wouldn't go to Haiti, but you'll go to DR? It's the same Let's island. <laughs> Craziness. Oh. Huh. This has been What about you guys? Let's go with that. Oh, oh. Let's go. Oh. Let's go. Oh. Oh. Let's go. 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 let us with Zimbabwe since I was in the fifth grade. I don't know why. I remember being in geography class and we had this conversation about Africa and I was just looking at the continent itself, but I was always drawn to Zimbabwe, Mm -hmm. so I've always wanted to go there. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other one after that is uh, Iceland. Mm. And because Iceland is I feel like Iceland's energy visually fits who I am as a person. Like, it's just very... Visually, it's so Every time I see anything about Iceland, I just go... <gasps> right, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's I just, go there and just, like... I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Breathe a little bit. But, yeah, those are my... I ain't gonna lie, the Tina documentary got me wanting to visit Switzerland. Mm, okay, I, I definitely want to go to Australia. Yes. That's how I'm not talking. What about you? We're like, I can't. can't. Yo, this has been a fantastic conversation. I can't thank you all. We have fun. Um, So, a tradition here at Who Rage Do Hoes, at the end of every episode, we give a mental health tip. Okay. Um, But this edition, since you all are resident entrepreneurs, are here. Sure. Yes, I would like for you each to give our listeners out there a business tip. Something you think is very important to entrepreneurship and or starting a business. Just fucking do it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Stick to your aesthetic. Okay. Not everything that you see on the social media is going to work for you. Come on. Yes. It's not. I love it. You love it? Follow through with it. Her. Period. I like that. Stop thinking that everybody gonna have your back. Ain't nobody gonna love your dreams the way that you love your dreams. That's your dream. That's your priority to protect your dream. And the bad thing about it is, it's gonna be the people that are closest to you. Stop thinking that your family and your friends is gonna have your back because that's your dream.
black brilliance. <laughs> Please, if you want to, if you can, you can follow us on Sparks on the Go. That's with a Z as in zebra. Mm-hmm. Um, zebra. And uh, not only do we do travel, we do just lifestyle because I feel like you know we're, we we it's not so Jamal and I is a friendship. So yep. you want to see that? Right. Sparks on the Go with the Z. Right. Um, Sparks on the Go on Instagram. Uh, S P A R K Z on the Go. Um, individual Instagrams. I'm J Sparks underscore. Okay, with a Z. Ivana is E dot Wills underscore. Uh, YouTube is Sparks on the Go. Um, and that's where you can contact us or watch our content. Okay. When is that new video coming out? Honestly, right. we Jamal's birthday is uh, next month, April twelfth. Over whatever. Um, and we have a trip, a very big trip coming, and content, content is coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're working, even when y'all think we ain't working, we working. Love it, love it. And Bob, what about your um your makeup Instagram? So it's Ivana underscore a hundred percent. That's one zero zero percent sign at Cashmere. That's where you any type of bookings. You need me on your face. That's where you get me at. All right. I did that. With All that right. being said, thank you guys both so much for being here. Oh, also, before we go, I cannot stress it enough. Like, subscribe, and follow WRYH Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook all over the Twitterverse at WRYH Podcast. Make sure that you like, subscribe, follow us, send us a letter, note on a fucking bird, tell us we ain't shit. Tell us you love it, but we want to hear from you. Make sure you do that. Liking the post does not mean support, bitch. I need my numbers. I need my motherfucking numbers. Okay? I need the interaction. I ain't had a review on this podcast in almost a year. Apple Podcasts. I'm about to start calling y'all hoes out. I'm about to make y'all tired of me. I'm sick of this shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's over. With that being said, thank you guys so much for being here with us. And we will see you guys next week. Until then. Peace out.